Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, travelers, to our first official session of Star Trek Adventures. Uh, I am your game mistress, Winter, and I am excited to welcome you all here and to see what this illustrious crew you see before you will do this evening. Uh, you can find me on most social medias at gmistresswinter or over at my own stream channel, Mistress Winter Court, on Mondays. Now, uh, let's go around and meet the crew, starting with Juicy. Hi, I'm Juicy Garland, a Boston area drag queen and super nerd. I am playing Lieutenant Dupre, our science officer for the evening. I am also invisible because I have entered the mystical and magical land of Utah and am no longer home in my home state of Massachusetts. You can find me on Twitter at Juicy Garland, one word, and on Instagram at Juicy.Garland. And I'm excited to play some Star Trek. And we are excited to have you. All right. And Jesse. Hello, my name is Jesse D. I go by just Jesse D on Hive Social, Discord, and over on Tumblr, the dark side of the internet. You can find me at just Jesse D. And I am super happy to be here also. Let's get this voyage underway. Awesome. Anita. 
Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Anita, or Panita, or Critical Misses. You can find me everywhere online, one of those places. Um, you, I'm a TTRPG streamer, producer, graphic designer, and uh, just all-around wild child. Uh, I'm excited. I'm uh, Tonight I'm playing your Captain Mira Drell. Uh, both our pronouns are she, they, and... Yeah, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's let's see what our game mistress has in store for us this evening. Hope it's a good one. Anyway, uh, and twisting. I am twisting curses on Discord, and I will be playing Doctor Madmika, a chief surgeon for the crew, and looking forward to the adventure. Wonderful. Well, to recap, last week we did our session zero, where we got introduced to the crew by way of an emergency that was happening on Starbase Foxtrot. Uh, it seems that the Admiral who was going to give them their assignment had mysteriously disappeared, leaving an, another Admiral, Winters, in charge and scrambling to put everything together. Uh, in order to give the crew the best assignment that she possibly could. She ran them through a simulation, which they completely aced uh, and came out the other side showing that they have a propensity for diplomacy and trickery versus uh, violence, which uh, set the tone for how this crew is going to work together. They also decided uh, on a Nova class starship that uh, is currently being uh, refitted and prepared for their voyage beyond the Great Barrier. The Great Barrier is a vast energy field that surrounds the core of the Milky Way galaxy. When they were completing their simulation, the crew noticed a rift in that barrier. And it may have something to do with the missing Admiral. Who knows? Guess we'll find out tonight. The crew has been aboard Starbase Foxtrap for a couple weeks now. As the uh, ship that you have commissioned is being fitted and a crew put together uh, to best support your needs. Finally, the day comes when Admiral Winters summons you to uh, one of the massive conference rooms uh, for a mission briefing. You all enter and find whatever seat and position you would like closest to Winters or further away from her. Uh, she is not there on time, as you've come to expect that she is a bundle of chaos. And sure enough, about a couple minutes past the hour, she comes rushing in, assistant, uh, prattling off uh, different appointments and other things and she just weighs her off <sighs> all right well welcome everybody please have a seat let's get this underway 
So I know that all of you have been waiting here for some time with bated breath, I am absolutely sure. Well, now, today is the day. So I would first like to brief you on your mission. The Great Barrier. Have any of you uh, done any research on it? Have I? Hmm. Uh. Sure. I have focused in. <laughs> I have focused in like xenoanthropology, xenobiology, which no people there, but um, I am a scientist, so I may have. So I was wondering if maybe I did. Maybe in passing. Um, okay. but you probably have just about as general a knowledge as anybody else. Uh, it's, you know, the, the energy wall around the core, uh, ships, uh, have not passed through it, at least to your knowledge. Uh, looking around at, at blank faces, uh, Admiral Winters, continues. This part, I'm going to go ahead and just start this briefing with the classified portion. About a century ago, the Enterprise, as captain by Kirk, was commandeered by a renegade Falcon and taken through the Great Barrier on some sort of uh, extreme pilgrimage. It was believed that the Vulcans form of or form a, plan, uh, a planet, a uh, form of heaven, was beyond that barrier. Now, as everyone believed at the time and generally still do, the everyone believed that the Great Barrier could not be traversed without significant harm, possibly even death. That was not the case in the Enterprise's voyage through. It turns out that the Great Barrier, again, at the time, was merely an illusion. And the Enterprise passed through it with no ill effects. What they found on the other side, well, that will be the second part of this brief. We have generally kept that information classified. Uh, in order to keep others from attempting the same, from passing through the barrier and discovering what's on the other side. Now, uh, that was how it was in, in, in Kirk's day. Uh, nowadays, however, over the last 50 years, it has thickened, become more dense and, uh, has not even allowed probes or sensors to make it through. 
and due to our secrecy on the Enterprise's voyage, we uh, have been able to keep a majority, if not all, uh, other ships from venturing forth and learning if this new form of the barrier can do any damage. This hole in the wall that we have discovered, that you have discovered, may offer us a chance to learn if there are any threats developing on the other side, something that's been festering uh, for some time. The second part of the brief, this is where it gets a little rough. The th biggest threat, and the reason that we kept this classified, was as part of Kirk's report on this particular voyage, uh, there was a powerful entity known as the One who attempted to commandeer the Enterprise and escape its prison which seems that the Great Barrier was created for. By who? I'm not sure I can tell you. But it has been trapped there, and thus we felt it necessary to keep this a secret in order to safeguard that prison and until we could understand that threat better. But with the changes to the barrier, we may need to sneak a peek. And that's where you all come in. So you're saying that Kirk and his crew went looking for God, but found the devil instead? Something to that effect, if you want to get very spiritual with it. What would God need with a starship? Admiral. The odds of success here appear so low that it would potentially be illogical to make the excursion. What are the benefits of having made it? With this opening that we have, it is an opportunity that we cannot waste. We've already attempted to send a probe or two through the channel, through the tunnel. Uh, and they inevitably get fried going through. Uh, so that may warn us of the risks of going through the tunnel. But my intuition tells me that a starship can make the journey. And what I hope that you'll find on the other side is benign uh, but we need to know knowledge is power and we need to have that knowledge if there is something on the other side whether it be the one or some other threat that could potentially be trying to escape the core we need to know and so I would like you, Captain, to 
take on this mission to venture forth and see what's on the other side. I mean, our primary objective is always exploration. I don't see... Uh, and danger is part of the job. Regardless of whether or not it's illogical. I say we have to go. Let's the go safety now. of the generation <laughs> at stake, then we go. Are there any other concerns that I can assuage, Lieutenant Dupree? The only other thing I would like to say is that we have to thank a few people for a few bonuses to the game. Stinkpalm <laughs> and, of course, the Wookiee Kev have both given us uh, actually, and in addition, Stormwolf have given us modifiers. We have three minus twos, and the Wookiee Kev decided to give you plus two for a roll on your end. Fantastic. Thank you so much for those bonuses, and I hope that we will use them at key moments. Thank you. That roll, no. No other concerns at this time. <laughs> Starfleet, I... we shall go. I have something to add just to the group here. Um, when Starfleet came to the aid of, of the Bajorans at the end of the occupation, um, they helped us discover our celestial temple inside what's known as the wormhole. Um, and I, I, I'm, I just want us to be cautious that this might be somebody else's celestial temple so that we should maybe tread respectfully and carefully in this place. Um, there were some mistakes that we hopefully learn from by dealing with um, devout Bajorans, and I just, I just hope to carry that into this place. So if I'm acting in a way that is more reverent than becomes a Starfleet officer, that's my, that's my justification for that. <clears throat> as always the prime directive takes precedent so if you discover any budding civilizations remember your first contact protocols and the prime directive um, okay. I guess I, there's one small matter of the ship and crew that uh, were being assigned. Always ahead of me, of course. Well, in if there are no other questions or concerns regarding the mission, let me introduce you to your ship. Are we? I look around the table. Yes, I think that would be appropriate. Uh, huh. You'll all follow Admiral Winter's into a turbo lift and it's it's one of those like huge cargo sized turbo lifts and it has windows overlooking one of the uh, dry docks and uh, she calls the computer to go to uh, the docking bay and as the turbo lift descends, 
the dry dock comes into view. And the lights kind of spotlight along the hall of a Nova class starship. Two sleek nacelles, a almost a, a fanning head, a little bit of a low hanging body, but it's still very sleek. Definitely small, uh, smaller than some of like the, the galaxy class and uh, larger ships, but she looks hardy. And written on the saucer is the USS Parallax. Oh, I love that. NCC. Five three two one one. Name good numbers. Good ship. I'm glad you approve. She has been refitted with uh, modular laboratories, uh, so you'll be able to change them around to see uh, to best suit your uh, scientific and exploration needs. And hey, you're going to love that. <laughs> and uh, she's got a reinforced hull, which may be beneficial. We're not sure of the gravitational environment of the core. Don't want uh, your your sub crushing in on itself. I will say really that... Ill advised when it comes to a ship. A little bit. <laughs> I will say, though, that she has a bit of a history. The Parallax was last found adrift in the neutral zone. All hands mysteriously vanished. Oh, that's a good sign. Mm. It was towed into spaceport, uh, examined, and computer logs wiped no damage or issues otherwise uh, we had some technicians go in and, and scrub it scrub the computers everything um, and found nothing that would explain the sudden disappearance we had a few reports however of technicians hearing whispers or getting strange feelings when they were alone. So uh, hey, gave us a haunted ship to go look for the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's the only one I hmm. had. Incredible. Well, well, 
There was an admiral who disappeared too. So, right? Well, if Captain. the admiral mysteriously disappeared on on the starport, I hope that he stays here, or at least his spirit anyway. Are these fears a sense of human superstition of which I have heard so much? Um. Well, I think ghosts ghosts are in a couple different um, theologies. Uh, there's the the fire wreaths on Bajor. Um, there's obviously the human reference to the ghosts and spirits, uh, and even. Uh, even Trillius Prime has a couple ghost stories. Um, Interesting. I shall have to yeah. read about these events. Well, Helen's um, like uh... playing with her earring. <laughs> she looks very nervous. <laughs> uh, I'm sure like... there's no. I'm sure there's no paw race here. <laughs> I, I certainly hope not. If there is, this is, uh, is going to be a really bad time. <laughs> I am sure there are no lingering ill effects. Uh, we have been over this ship at least a dozen times. And nothing uh, beyond a few strange coincidences have uh, been reported. No injuries, no sicknesses. So I think that if anything, just feel like you have some uh, tourists on board. <laughs> the turbo lift uh, finally uh, arrives at the dock and the doors open up. And out on the floor of the dock stand at attention uh, a whole squadron's worth of uh, crew members in their various uniform colors, uh, reds, yellows, blues. And right. your crew. Captain, are you familiar with the term parallax? I am. It is fascinating. Given the meaning of the word, it is a reminder that perspectives are critical in our endeavor. That's a very nice way of thinking about things. Even if this ship is haunted, let's go. <laughs> maybe uh, we're the haunting. Maybe we're the. Maybe we're the. Maybe the ghost of the friends we made along the way. Let's go. <laughs> These musings seem illogical, Captain, but I shall entertain them to better understand you. Uh, don't mind me. Uh, to pray, I. Uh, I like to. Uh, um. Think of, uh, I don't know, uh, colorful expressions to, you'll get used to it, I'm sure. 
Indeed. Humor, I find, cuts tension quite easily. I shall remember that in the most stressful of situations. Well, maybe not the most stressful, but like the second most stressful. <laughs> that, was a, that was a joke. Ah, ah, ha, ha, ha. I don't think gotcha. I've ever heard a Vulcan laugh before. It's very unsettling. <laughs> Do they even smile? Oh, I'm sure we've got a long way to figure that out. Huh. Admiral? Yes, Captain. I thank you for a fine ship and a crew. I hope we can make you proud. I have no doubt about that. As you set off on your journey, one, take caution. Two, keep it out any feelers for signs of the Admiral's passing. Admiral Helgen was a decent man by all accounts. And it is strange that he would simply vanish. And the timing... I knew the Admiral well. I'm sorry? I knew the Admiral well. Did you? Uh, uh, what can you tell me about him? Very, uh... It, it seems out of character that he would disappear like this. Uh, dutiful. Loved the work. Didn't love the rank so much, I suppose. This seems a lot of character, but hopefully find him. I hope so too. That uh, and that he is found at least in uh, he's found alive and in fine condition. Uh, oh, in. in Anyway, I have to return to my duties and try and get more of this chaos under control. Uh, Captain, the ship and this crew are yours. Bon voyage. <laughs> Admiral? Captain. All right. Don't just get standing around here. Let's get started. I'll set the crew about. And I'm going to uh, walk aboard, make my way to the captain's chair, Ooh, and goodbye. sigh before taking it <laughs> very heavily. <laughs> Admiral, what did you get me into? All kinds of fun. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about both of them, actually. <laughs> that is completely fair. Yeah. I will head to the science station on the bridge and start running diagnostics. If there's anything weird about the ship, give me a heads up. Will do. Uh, so you'll enter in uh, on a lower deck uh, through the docking 
connection. And the crew that you set about begins just pulling cargo on board, uh, getting their stations set up, so on and so forth. The uh, why uh, the bridge? Thank you. Uh, for some reason, I was blanking on them. Uh, the bridge is circular. Uh, with a uh, captain's chair in center back uh, toward the center back. Then you have a row of stations uh, kind of around the circumference and then the helm in front of the, the captain's chair uh, down a level or just down a step or two. What's uh, our pilot? Ooh. Uh, that is a good question. Uh, your pilot... is Ensign Torth Chort. Torth Chort. Torth Chort is an excellent name. That is an excellent, that is a, that is a very Star Trek name. I like it. <laughs> is uh, Andorian. Andorian? Yep, Andorian. Yep. Heck yeah. <laughs> Ensign Chort? Yes, Captain. little um, uh, uh, antenna is kind of like <laughs> antennas kind of wiggle a little yep. uh, Addie's uh, and uh, once everything's underway be ready to take us out you got it captain I'm I'm ready to do my best I know you will the a uh Tellarite in what is it? I think it's gold. Engineering? Uh security. So that's red then. Or uh gold. Gold. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because yeah. I was gold ops. I was like uh uh steps onto the bridge. Yep. Captain Lieutenant Cedric, party for duty. Cedric? Your security officer. Good to meet you, Cedric. So I'll take my place at tactical. We have a Tellarite at the security. I'm pretty confident that that job will be done correctly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to want you, Cedric, I'm going to want you to... Uh, do what you do, get your security team together, make sure that uh, they're prepared. We don't know what we're going to face out there. Hmm. Yes, Captain. Uh, I'm... We'll make sure that I'm prepared for all contingencies. Appreciate you. Hmm. Um, I think if we've got a little bit before we're underway, I might go down and uh, check in with our engineer. Okay. Just see the warp core, see engineering, and see how the engineer crews are. Uh, uh, or I might even just call down. Uh, 
No, I think that I think that Mira would definitely go and like s- s- do the rounds of the ship and like introduce to like the key heads of departments because this is this is the bridge crew. This is who mm-hmm. uh, this is who Mira has running each department and running the ship. Uh, sorry, I think I missed what if there was a. Oh, I was just going to head to engineering and yes. introduce myself okay. to awesome. each department. Uh, basically, the captain is going about the ship, uh, introducing themselves to each department head. So, head of engineering, head of security, and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Uh, our, our, our head scientist is obviously, I've already met, mm-hmm. uh, to pray, and uh, we know our doctor already. Uh, what what uh, what position is uh, Lieutenant Commander? Um, I'm blanking on it. Uh, T- Talon taking. Oh, Talon. Um, I was gonna go with security, but uh, tactical's fine. Well, you can or take, you I can, can take do security. <laughs> can do first officer. I can do first officer tactical, if you want. Yeah. yeah um, okay, I don't. We don't have a first officer yet, really. So. Okay, I'll do that. There you go. Right. I guess I'll be coming along with you then, as if I'm if I'm first officer, I'll tag oh, along yep. on the tour. If that's the thing, then uh, tail in with me. Hi, Captain. Awesome. Uh, head of engineering is. Uh, I need a biker with... to my Picard. <laughs> yes. Uh, the head of engineering is Lieutenant Commander Para Miller. Um, good to meet you, Lieutenant. Good, good to meet you too, Captain. Uh, um, how is... How are the ghosts? Ghosts, Captain? It, nothing, it's an inside joke. Um, the, uh, the ship itself, how's it responding? Oh, the ship is in fine shape, considering... Uh, I did hear that she has a bit of a history, uh, but all systems are functional, and I dare say even pristine. So we should have no problem with anything. Uh, make sure you're running uh, shipwide diagnostics. Uh, just want to make sure we don't have any surprises. Shall I look for ghosts in the machine then? Be too careful. I'll turn and leave. And then, uh, sort of as we're walking back up to the bridge, um, uh, I sort of go to to Lynn, uh, Talyn, and uh, say, "This wasn't my first idea for an assignment, but um, I'm happy to have it." Uh, obviously, as first as captain, I I need a first officer that I know can have my back to do the things that are a little bit more dangerous. Um, I'm not. I I can fight when I need to, but I'm not much of a fighter. I'm more of a talker. So I was hoping that you could be 
step in and be the first officer on this mission. You honor me, Captain. I have uh, fists enough for the both of us, I think. <laughs> if you need to talk with one of these, I got your back. Um, I just, I don't really do so well on the diplomacy side of things. So I think that we'll make a pretty good team. Well, um, um, then I'll, we'll be a team. Uh, I'll pick up where you leave off. Okay. If fists don't work, we work. Words are always our first resort. Violence should be second, but if it comes down to it, I know you have my back in that respect. Of course. I think any one of us would. All right. Oh gosh, I really hope that... I really hope that this place isn't haunted. Uh... I... I think it's probably best not to think about it. Probably. Um, like, ghosts have a bad connotation to them, but if you think of them as, like, guardians or spirits, maybe it's a little more comforting to you? Maybe. Regardless, I sort of pull out a tricorder and I start scanning. <laughs> uh... Go ahead and give me a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this is reason science? Insight science? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> uh, that's one success. Nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, just the usual background space radiation and, and such. Nothing untoward. Hmm. Still don't trust it, but let's get <laughs> let's get underway regardless. All right, I can have um, Lieutenant uh, to pray look more into this for you, Captain. I'm sure it'll come up when it's thematically appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, I smell a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> it was subtle, so it, it's a yeah. good thing you caught it, because it might have been missed. Listen, yeah. we move at the speed of plot in this. Uh, <laughs> warp factors did nothing, we move at the speed of plot. Yep, yep. It's like any Star Trek proper. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, oh, found it. Um, so, uh, Dr. Mambika, the sick bay is on deck three uh, and it is a it's a smallish size enough for uh, three beds and a fourth like kind of a, like surgical bed or, you know, emergency holding bed. And then you have a small office off to the right as you enter. And you meet a small contingent of nurses and medical staff. Um, three or four uh, who can aid you if it should, uh, if they should be needed. 
Okay. Uh, would I have their names or no? Would I know them? Uh, sure. Or is it unexpected? Uh, so, Doctor. Oh, go ahead. He's just going kind of around the the room and looking at everything, and you know, he's kind of doing this. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there is Ensign Helga Bufla. There's Lieutenant Yalf Trosa. Got lots of A ending names, it seems. <laughs> we just have all of Sweden in Medbay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll just start talking to uh, Vincent Olfa. Okay. And uh, so Ensign Olfa, correct? Yes, have that Doctor. Right? Oh, great. Uh, how long have you been... Uh, how long have you been out of the Academy? Is this your first assignment? It is, Doctor. Great. Oh, it's always nice to... The first adventure is always the best. Uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, have I... you... Are there any problems that you've come across so far? Issues? Everyone seems to be in good health. I admit that I am a bit nervous about this assignment. Uh, we are going somewhere very hmm, dangerous. Oh yes, yes. That those are always the best. That's how you learn. You can't. Uh, you you never grow if you stay safe. So this is this is the best. And together, all of us together, we will. We will survive, and we'll make the best of it. And uh, yeah, it's this is the this is why I signed up, and I, I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you better. Yes, Doctor, I will endeavor to do my best for you. Oh, thank you, thank you very much, and I shall do the same as well. Hmm. Uh, I think. I would like to take an inventory of uh, the medicines that are here. I, I saw that some of the crates and were being on, but I just want to make sure that we have everything. I know it's a small, small med bay, but uh, maybe we can find a way to uh, enhance it. Uh, so would you like me to take the inventory, Doctor? Uh, if you would like to take the lead, that'd be great. Yes. Uh, just let me know what you find. Uh, and have you happened to hear any noises in the walls or anything like that? Ooh. Regular question. <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> no. Should I have? Uh, no. I don't 
Well, I'm just checking, just to make sure, uh, because you have heard the history of the ship, correct? No. I... Oh. Don't... Now, now I am even more nervous. My, my mother told oh. me all about the, the, the wraiths that would come steal me from my bed as a child. Oh, but they didn't. You're here. You'll be fine. Oh, but what uh, did they steal just, me from it here? It just happens that the... Well, we'll know about it. We'll be able to track you. We can put a transporter lock on you. We'll we'll find you. <laughs> we'll, you'll be safe. You'll be okay. Oh, man, Mika. If you <laughs> please give me uh, presence and command, please. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that is low. Nope. No success. <laughs> she is, like, quivering <laughs> in her uniform. Now she's, like, looking nervously over her shoulder at any kind of movement. Uh, you've definitely set her on edge. And, yeah. <laughs> oh! So, speaking of, just uh, out, of, out of character, uh, anytime I have social interactions because of the Borg implants it's it causes it to even be uh my complication threshold is higher so Ooh. uh it isn't just a 20 it can be an 18 or 19 that'll cause it did you well. did you so, roll one uh, i did get i did i rolled a 19 oh. so that would that would be a complication <laughs> for him <laughs> uh yes uh so now the the sick bay is going to have a a trait of Ooh. uh anxiety okay generalized anxiety there we go <laughs> Hashtag same. As, it's always as, good for a I health mean, facility. As after, <laughs> relatable content. As after this interaction, uh, the ensign's uh, behavior begins to rub off on the the other two, uh, Lieutenant Yalf uh, Trosa and uh, Lieutenant Emery Sampson, uh, as they they will attempt to. Uh, assuage her concerns but her nervousness tends to wear on them more and begins to almost like infect great start to <laughs> yeah so uh, the doctor sees this hmm. and uh, he says so I know that I can be overzealous about these things. I don't have a, a filter sometimes, and so I apologize for that. You'll get used to it. It'll be fine. And, but what I find is that protocol and keeping busy and knowing exactly what you're doing in any situation will always help, regardless of where you're at and what you're doing. So keep that in mind. Remember your training. Remember your schooling, and uh, we'll make it together. We will. They all 
listen uh, intently mm. and will affirm your uh, your speech there. But mm-hmm. it's it's still just this general vibe that. Uh, that that first impression is going to be hard to uh, get rid of. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So, Captain, you've done your rounds, uh, taken a look at all the different compartments of the ship, and spoken to the the heads of various sections. What would you like to do now? Uh, as soon as everything is loaded crew are in their positions for final checks I'm going to give the command fantastic crew to ready stations let's get this underway shall we uh lieutenant commander Talon uh Talon 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 a story okay cool Talon, uh, you get, uh, being the first officer, uh, you get the notification that all crew are on board, all cargo has been secured, and... All crew and cargo accounted for, Captain. Alright. Ensign, take us out. Yes, Captain! Uh, he turns and and begins tapping. I on sort of walk and I like I put a hand sort of on the ensign's mm-hmm. shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> You've got this. You trained for this. Takes a. Um, I've got <laughs> focuses in uh, team dynamics and composure. If that helps. Okay. Uh, so that would be a either a command or pre or um. Controller presence and I want to say presence on this one. Presence and uh, command. That's my corner stat. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, composure would work or team dynamics would work? Would that uh, uh, yes, those focuses apply? Yeah. Okay, then that's three successes. This is what my this is what I'm built for. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was a fifteen and a three, and I needed a fifteen or lower. Sure, that was a, that was a, a difficult one in order to uh, to get uh, the ensign to steady his nerves a little bit. Press the right buttons on the console, but your presence, your assurity and confidence seem to impart itself onto the ensign who kind of straightens up the, his antenna like uh, flex a little bit and his face. I have a talent if this helps called okay. reassuring. Uh, my presence is a boon to comrades, providing them with a little extra confidence when they need it most. When I succeed at a task using my presence, I may spend momentum to reassure my allies. Um, so do we have any momentum currently? You do. You have two. Okay. Then I'd like to spend a point of momentum uh, to reassure an ally. 
uh, to if there's any complications with uh, the piloting check, uh, he can ignore them. Fantastic. It, uh, the ensign just seems emboldened and begins his uh, checks. Uh, the dock uh, communicates for release of the docking field. Docking clamps. The ship kind of uh, floats free as the clamps come undone. And the ensign inputs for uh, low impulse to cruise out of the space dock. All right, uh, let's see. Let me give him a nice roll, you know, to make use of your It could have been worse. <laughs> uh, but this is textbook. Uh, he uh, sets the correct coordinates, gets the, the ship moving, kind of has, has it moving uh, almost freeform uh, without like kind of any uh, computer control. And As we're leaving the bay, mm -hmm. uh, to is going to look at the captain and go, Captain, I believe it is customary for humans to wish each other bon voyage at the beginning of a long journey. So, bon voyage. Oh. Tradition I'm not really familiar with, but Bon voyage. <laughs> bon voyage. I think I'll, uh, what, what, uh, knowing that now, that little piece of information, um, I think that, uh, uh, I'm going to go to whoever's on the comm, uh, open a channel to the station. Hi, Captain. And you'll hear the, the chirp. Uh, Foxtrot, this is uh, Space Station Foxtrot. This is the Parallax. Go we ahead. Clear to... Bon voyage. This is Foxtrot to Parallax. Bon voyage. Good journeys. And right. just as uh, that con closes, the ship clears the dock. Captain, we have cleared the dock. Heading. All right. Um, I'll give the coordinates and say lay in a course. Uh, warp eight. Aye, aye, Captain. And the the ship 
you hear the nacelles power up. And there is just this momentary feeling of, of stopping before you're launched forward. Uh, or at least the ship is. Everybody inside uh, feels the gravity shift just a little bit as the, the inertia inertial dampeners and such take effect and you are now flying through space see that part I like it's a good feeling <laughs> it's a good feeling it's a very All good right. alright is there anything anybody wants to take care of before we go on our break because uh, I feel like this is a good midway point. <laughs> good for now, so if someone else wants to take the lead. I think we could let the commercials roll unless anyone else has something. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you to our wonderful viewers. We hope you'll stick around. Uh, we are going to be back in about 10 minutes, so we will be back at 25 after. Uh, so... We hope you'll stick around and see what excitement lies ahead for the crew of the USS Parallax. See you in a bit.
Hello and welcome back to the Star Trek Adventures of the USS Parallax. This fine ship and this fine crew. When last we left, our crew had just disembarked Starbase Foxtrot, heading in warp to the Great Barrier at the center of the universe. It's going to be quite the uh, journey getting to the Great Barrier. Uh, with your current fuel reserves, you'll probably have to make a stop over uh, once. But then you will... Uh, be able to continue on to the edge or to the, the Great Barrier itself. Uh, so there's a one pit stop along our way? Mm hmm Okay. And in, um, unless there's anything major you would like to do, Captain, or any of your crew? Uh, um... I am, uh, I think that at this point, uh, Mira is, uh, Captain Drell is, uh, probably going to, uh, sort out where, uh, her ready room is and then start, uh, the busy, busy, uh, captain work of, of taking reports and administration and, oh my god, so much paperwork. Right. <laughs> So you have a, a conference room uh, off to the port side of the bridge. Uh, your uh, quarters are also on the port. There, uh, the first officer is also on port. Or no, I'm excuse me. Uh, first officer is on starboard. Uh, as far just... as a ready room so or a waiting room, um, don't know. So I'm just trying to figure out where the bridge is on these uh, on these deck plans. It's on uh, deck one, uh, the the smallest circular room. Yeah. in the middle. Right okay. The middle. Yeah. Let me let me let me just open this image and see if I can find a. Is there a larger version of this? My goodness, mm. so small, so tiny. It is. Hmm. Ah, there's a bigger version of it. <laughs> Is there anything anybody would like to do? Yeah. Or, or... So, um, now that we have sort of settled things. I've run diagnostics on the ship. We're on our way to our destination. Uh -huh. How many laboratories did we have? Uh, laboratories. Uh, yes. They are on the... Uh, I need to look these over a little bit more, but... Um, you have laboratories on deck three 
and you have three. Excellent. Um, I would like to first, before I really bug everybody, uh, meet with my lab, whoever the lab manager is. I assume this is some sort of lieutenant or ensign who is responsible for making sure everything is maintained. Yes. Uh, and I have uh, Lieutenant Giri Pavlovich. Pav Pavlovich? I yeah. love that. Excellent. Um, hello. Uh, I assume that you are a senior scientist? I am. Excellent. I would like to introduce myself. I am uh, Science Officer Lieutenant Dupre. It is a pleasure to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, now, I do understand that it is complicated running three laboratories at the same time. Do you feel up to the task? <laughs> this is nothing. I have worked in more chaotic environments, and in fact, it is my preference. I am pleased to hear it. This is wonderful. Hopefully you will keep our research in line. I fully intend to review on a weekly basis results with you to ensure that our researchers are making progress. Is that copacetic to you and your interests? It is, would be my pleasure and honor to be able to serve and make this uh, journey fruitful and uh, productive. We are mapping a new area of space, and I am more than excited for it. This is wonderful to hear. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Pavlovich, do you have an area of focus? Astronomics. Astronomics? Mm. Oh, wonderful. That will be an advantage. I have specialized specifically in sociology and xenobiology. Hmm. That will definitely come in handy if we run into any uh, new alien species. Yes, that is the goal. Now, I would like to ask you, in order to make sure that our laboratories are in line, are you able to provide an inventory of all items by tomorrow midday? I will endeavor to ensure that you have that list in your hand by close of business today. Uh, I uh, like working under pressure. Oh, you are productive and timely. We shall work well together. I do appreciate your efficiency. <laughs> uh, just wait until uh, we get the chance to sit down for a few drinks. <clears throat> ah, indeed. I would like at some point to meet with the team. I think that would be great for team bonding, as I hear humans and other species find it personable to meet people who are in charge and then interact with them as though they are equals. Mm. I intend to provide this opportunity. That is where the drinking is coming in. Ah, wonderful. I shall defer to your logic, as you do seem to have a handle on interacting with <laughs> others socially well in an emotional environment. We shall uh, arrange a, uh, a symbol over in one of the, uh, the mess halls. And I will make sure you get that uh, notice in your calendar. Delightful. I shall await your invitation. Thank you, and have a lovely day. You as well, Lieutenant.
All right. Uh, currently, the uh, as the the as Lieutenant Popovich is uh, true to his word, you will have a status report on the labs as they sit now. Uh, one is set up for uh, the uh, astrology or astronomics uh, to his focus. Uh, the other is a small bio lab. Uh, so it's got equipment set up for that. And the third is currently serving as storage space, uh, ready to be set up to your specifications uh, at a moment's notice. Oh, that's a delight. I will have to think on what I want to do with that third lab. Once you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> Part of me wants uh, to pray to become, because she studied like xenobiology, xenosociology, and a little bit of, I think, psychology. I kind of want to pray to be the ship psychologist, but that also to be just a bad fit. That, that's where my mind is going here, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Very logical approach to psychology. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a Vulcan therapist, and in my mind, it's the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> or in space. See, the problem and is you have end. emotions. Have you tried not having them? <laughs> <laughs> have you considered taking all of those emotions and then stuffing them down and never letting them out? Uh, you're in... Uh... Oh god, am I a Vulcan? <laughs> you should just be able to turn them off like a light switch. Like a light switch. Turn them off. <laughs> Alright. Uh, are there any other actions that any of you want to take before you reach the Great Barrier? Anything at the, the outpost or en route? Uh, so this outpost that we're going to, uh, where, uh, where is it? Sort of, sort of like a halfway point, uh, and yes. can you describe it? It is a small uh, refueling station. Uh, it's it's almost like a truck stop, uh, a space truck stop. It is it is minimally manned. Uh, the crates of dilithium and other uh, fuel sources that they provide are uh, well maintained but uh, it's bare necessities on this end. except mm. for this little corner store or little shop in in the, uh, the refueling station that uh, provides some exotic fare in terms of uh, you know, treats or food. Stuff you could probably get out of a uh, replicator, but it's, you know, uh, cooked right there. I think uh, the captain's going to stop in for one last 
pot actually cooked meal of questionable food. <laughs> Gonna get some gas station burritos. <laughs> these, these, uh, <laughs> little, uh, gas station wraps that, that you get. Uh, it's some sort of, uh, seaweed, uh, from another planet. <laughs> And... Gas station sushi, <laughs> even better. Let's do this. <laughs> and sure enough, the the protein in it are like these uh, long uh, tentacles of some unknown uh, creature, also stemming from that same same world. Don't worry, Captain. We have a fully stocked menu. At the very least, I'm giving our doctor something to do when I inevitably get food poisoning from this. <laughs> uh, um, go ahead and give me a uh, fitness... Fitness security? <laughs> fitness security, yeah. That's not what I'm built for, but let's do it. <laughs> I got one success. Thanks. Alright, you're, you're in a 17... It sits. I wanted to roll a weirdly. twenty so bad. I know, right? <laughs> it sits weirdly on your stomach, uh, and it tasted. It, it was very potent, and and it lingers on your breath. So anytime you talk to somebody within the next day, they're just like, uh, I'll replicate some <laughs> antacids a little later. <laughs> Go see the the doctor for some. Uh, uh, prescription strength breath mints. <laughs> not good. It's not good for me. <laughs> I talk a lot. It's so bad for the rest of the crew. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you do avoid, you know, catching any kind of like uh, dysentery or something from <laughs> space breeze. Space dysentery. <laughs> Alright. So with I think oh. as we are getting closer to and approaching the destination, uh Depray is going to start running scans and doing as much as she can to understand the hole in the galactic wall and then um uh, try to figure out A where it's leading and B whether or not we'll survive going through it. Okay. If you will give me a Reason and science. Oh, I would love to. So that's a target then, 15. Uh, Lieutenant Popovich is also going to assist you with that. Ooh, I rolled a 14 and a 19. So I have one success. The... What does... Okay. I was just going to ask a question. What does an advantage do? Uh, it creates a favorable trait, if I'm not mistaken, and it, uh, yeah, and it can reduce the possibility of complications. It reduces, yeah, it, I think it reduces the amount of successes that you need as well. Mm. That's right. Possibly. It affects the uh, the difficulty, so it drops the difficulty. So if it was a difficulty three, an advantage would reduce it to a difficulty two. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what it is. Uh, you studied this this rift in the Great Barrier, 
the Great Barrier having gone from, and and you kind of watch a timeline as you as you put it together from various uh, decades of uh, censor readings that it goes from this nebulous uh, energy field, uh, blues and greens and such, and becomes more cloudy and thick. Uh, almost like a space briar patch. Uh, and this rift seems to uh, cut a hole through that briar patch. Yeah, that's... Uh, it, it seems unstable. So it does look like it's beginning to shrink uh, being closer to it than from the station we were at before mm -hmm. do i have any insight now into what caused it or how it was opened hmm. and if not i would like to set uh senior scientist lieutenant gary popovich on researching that as we go through it okay i want to be able to get back home of course, of course. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight science, if you will. Please. Sure. Mm -hmm. I have a success. A success. Um, would the ship be able to assist uh, because we're using the ship's sensors? Hmm. Yes, absolutely. Would uh, Who would like to roll for that? I suppose um, me. So is that 1d20 or 2d20? It's a 1d20 for the ship to assist you. Okay. Uh, a four. Probably be, uh, hmm. uh, what would it be? Sensors plus science? Yes. That d20 was a four, so I'm assuming that's a success. It is. Uh, let me see about Pavlovich. And they always have a focus, too. So mm -hmm. that would be... Is it science too? Is that the ship? Uh, um, science too. So the ship has uh, different talents as well. Um, like advanced sensor suites is one of them. Yes. Um, let me. That like the ship version of a focus? Hmm. Uh, yes, and it uh, reduced the difficulty of a task mm -hmm. by one to a minimum of zero. Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. I think that would then make it sufficient. Using the ship's sensors in rather creative ways to come at the problem from different angles. You know, to change the perspective, as it were, uh, mm -hmm. to go by the ship's namesake. The biggest thing that you gleam, or glean from what you study on your way there, is that it looks like the hole was punched from the inside out. Mm -hmm. 
And do we have any idea what kind of mechanism that was? And if not, I'm going to set Popovich onto that for a long-term research project. Okay. Uh, no, there's there's no indication of what made the rift. Just that uh, it's thinning, and that it uh, the the edges of it seem to like almost flare out, like something went from inside out. Like punching a hole through a piece of paper, you could see where the. Yep. Exactly. And Ray. Lieutenant Popovich will absolutely uh, dig into that mystery. And we'll get some good readings as you come Go through it. within uh, range of the Great Barrier and the Rift. Excellent. Ray. Yes, Captain. Would... Just out of hunch, would you be able to scan for any residual warp or ion signatures that would be associated with a ship entering or yes. leaving? Happily. Right, I presume that would take a reason and science role? Mm -hmm. And uh, you can absolutely use the ship's uh, assistance. I did not I need it. Like to... oh. Oh. Okay. Two successes. Um, I can roll for the ship anyways, just yeah, because anything extra, we can get extra questions for oh, information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a one, though. Jeez. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's four successes. I'll go ahead and give you a, a momentum on that one. You want to spend one to ask some, ask a question? We can ask some questions. Oh. There is a faint warp signature leading into the rift. Faint as in it has been fading over uh, a period of time. Mm -hmm. I, be able I have a question if we can do the obtain information spend. Go for it. Um, is the signature consistent with uh, a warp engine that is a uh, Starfleet issue? Because it, it does hum at a different variance than other... Yes. I think we found our, our trail of breadcrumbs. Blink Missing up. Admiral. I shall send a message back to the Admiral before we go through the wall so she is informed. Uh, Lieutenant Tapray, could you also package the sensor readings in with that? Um, the Starbase might be interested in, in the composition of this barrier? Absolutely. I will do so immediately. Good idea. Uh... Ensign uh, Chort will turn around and it may not be my place, Captain but perhaps we should leave behind a buoy? That's an excellent idea, Ensign Make it so Alright, uh 
type it in, and a kind of uh, probe uh, will detach from the parallax uh, with the data that Lieutenant Prey uh, puts into it and uh, kind of plays as a beacon and connects the communications, uh, bridges the communications divide. All right. No sense dawdling around here if this is ceiling. We should probably head inside before it closes on us. And... and yeah. Oh, God, sorry. Hopefully we can get out before, uh, you know, it seals on us completely, or we find a way to get back out. Well, something punched its way out of there, so I'm sure if it came down to it, we could too. Well, and some short, bring us in. Yes, Captain. Uh, at impulse. Let's uh, let's not go too fast. Uh, taps the coordinates and uh, vectors into the console, and the the ship will dip toward the port side as he reorients toward the the lengthwise of the the rift and use following the the or, or using the remnants of that uh, confidence that you instilled on it uh, at the start uh, he vectors in toward the rift um, does the ship have any uh, I don't know aid for um, piloting we just have uh, a sturdy frame and improved hull integrity in case things go wrong okay. but it has engines uh, con so I don't know if yeah if engines that and con is it it's not uh, it's not the best uh, things about this this is a ship that's sort of built for sciencey science <laughs> Science-y but science. <laughs> uh, uh, engines are a nine con is a two so any we could roll for an assistance with a uh, with an 11 or lower. Alright, make it so. Let's let's do that. Uh, and... Alright. Oh. Uh, no help from the ship, unfortunately. Uh, I think... He only got one. Yeah. So... Um. That... Would I be able to sort of assist with our com- with my command discipline? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I'm gonna just say, just steady as she goes. Just because uh, I also have a focus in astro navigation and uh, evasive maneuvers. And those would definitely apply here, uh, especially the evasive maneuvers once you get inside. As as you near uh, the mouth of this opening you can see that there's this um, electrical discharge occurring inside that's a two on the die which would be two successes uh, and because I assisted with uh, my command discipline mm-hmm. 
Uh, whenever uh, I have advisor, which is whenever I assist another character with my command as a plan, the character being assisted may re-roll 1d20. Ooh. Mm. Awesome. Let's, let's see if Ooh. he does any better. He does. Wow. All right. That's what I'm built for, baby. <laughs> Can we bank uh, some momentum from that? So, uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, so how many successes was that? Four total? Uh, so it was two successes from, from me. You, and then uh, one... Nothing from the ship, but uh, he got. Did he crit on the second one on the reroll? Uh, or did he? Yeah. Uh, it's five. So that is less than. Nope. Uh, his control is two. Because Urkan is two. So it should. It, it has to be under two to get the crit, right? Yeah, just yeah. to crit. Uh, so he didn't crit, but he got two. So it's a total of four successes. Four successes. Uh, so yes, uh, you will get one momentum on that. Uh, as, as you're nearing the mouth of this rift, you see this electrical discharge, and while Lieutenant, or Ensign Short tries to, um, vector and, and lean the ship, uh, long ways to, to get it in, uh, you note that is still listing to one side that might brush up against the edge of the, the rift. And uh, you call the correction uh, and uh, help guide him uh, to a better angle mm -hmm. and kind of keep with him as the ship has to uh, kind of wave through this tunnel. The electrical discharge is intense. Um, Lieutenant uh, Tapri, you'll, you'll note on the sensors that it's a combination of like ion uh, discharge, radiation, all um, smashing against the shield uh, without uh, better navigation if you had brushed up against it, it might, uh, you know, diminish the shields. Uh, but uh, with the captain's direction, the ship remains fairly uh, untouched. Uh, two things. One is I'm collecting all of the sensor data always for this, just as much as humanly mm -hmm. possible or vulcanly possible. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> And then, in addition... Humanoidly there... possible. <laughs> <laughs> Sapiently possible. And then, um, is there any way to manipulate or modify the shields to dissipate some of that charge? Ooh. To sort of ground the ship within the space, so that way it is less dangerous for us? Uh, most, most definitely, uh, with a... Uh, reason and engineering. Okay. I can assist with this. I have a focus in electroplasma power systems. I don't know wow. if this is an electrical power plasma storm. I mean, yeah, that would that would absolutely apply in this situation. I love that. And I have an ability, and I just want to double check what it says. All the windows that are open right now is just amazing. Um, but I got two successes. 
right. What and, was I rolling for? Sorry. Uh. Oh. Um, attributes and discipline. So, uh, that would be. Uh, I'm gonna say either insight engineering or control engineering. Uh. Okay. So I rolled a two. Um. So for the engineering stat plus my focus, I. I think that's a crit, right? So it's two successes. <laughs> yeah. Or if you assist, is it only one? I know you, you can you can crit okay. on assists, assists cool. as well. Right. Uh, so that's four successes, and mm -hmm. I would like to use my my talent rapid hypothesis, which means uh, I'm quick to devise working theories about a phenomenon's nature, origin, or effect. Once per scene, I can ask two or more questions using obtain information and can immediately create create an advantage that represents my theoretical understanding of the subject. Okay. So, first is, <laughs> with what we just did to the shield, can I use that data to figure out eventually how to bore through the galactic wall? Whatever... Maybe not right now, but... Right. Whatever bore through... The Great Barrier uh, was powerful indeed. However, now that the wound is there, it may be possible to brace it open. Uh, some sort of uh, persistent uh, energy shield bubble something set uh, may hold it open. Okay. And, um, second is, can, uh, can we identify any other phenomena associated with this event that might either be useful or a danger in the future? Hmm. The Great Barrier itself st still is still made up of energy. It's just become much more concentrated uh, to the point that you can almost make out these uh, tendrils of occurrence. Uh, it is possible that with the right equipment the right frequencies whatever you may be able to navigate <clears throat> around them uh, without taking significant damage but uh, going through the barrier itself would uh, be damaging in itself just avoiding okay. those tendrils would uh, make the impossible improbable. That's excellent. It's great food for thought for the long haul. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The trip through this tunnel is uh, takes probably about 20 minutes but it feels like an hour to 
just in the focus that it takes to guide the ship safely through the channel. Um, do the, uh, with the modifications to the shields um, and uh, just the general uh, beating of the ship that the ship might have taken going through, um, would we have lost any of the ship's power? Because that is a resource in this game. We're currently at nine, or our mm. total is nine. So with the modifications that you made, uh, it does not, you do manage to avoid any uh, drain on okay. the power resources. Uh, the shields will take a little bit of a uh, smacking. Okay. Uh, say, like, one point of shields. Okay. But uh, it, it definitely went ideally. It could have gone a lot worse. Good work, everybody. The... The parade... Oh, sorry. Go, uh, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, did you happen to come up with any ideas on uh, how we can get back out if this uh, decides to close on us? At the moment, Captain, I do not have any anything certain, but what I have determined with our sensor data is that there are ways to navigate through the Great Galactic Barrier. We are privy to data no one else has been able to see at this time. I am confident with enough time, the science team can provide answers. See if you can work on a solution to maybe keep this open, some sort of bracing, maybe uh, a probe that's outfitted with some sort of resonance frequency that might be able to keep it open a little longer. And um, is there anything I can come up with rapidly that we can deploy? Hmm. I can help with this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I have a focus in engineering improvisation. Okay. I have a focus um, in deductive reasoning. Oh heck. Oh, this is Dream Team. Great. So I great wonder team. if there's some kind of probe we can launch that we can put some sort of um, uh, like a carburetor or something on the probe, and then when the electron ion storm goes. Oh in it comes out as something different what if emits it i have an idea what (laughs) if we deploy a series of buoys like breadcrumbs and each of them is modified to absorb energy from the roiling chaos around and they create like a thread that then converts energy from the the galactic wall or barrier into a force that then keeps the hole open Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> All right. Like a I'd string say, of pearls. But yes. get shooting on, lightning. Get on that. Yes. Right. Uh, we'll uh, park out. Captain, uh, that was an excellent okay. idea. Oh. So, uh, Lieutenant. I can have one every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Tepre and uh, Lieutenant Commander Talon, um, you begin to. Uh, rapidly work on ideas and start building uh, a kind of prototype for what you're doing in in the computer. Meanwhile, you have reached the 
other end of the tunnel. And it opens up into a vast new space. At the center of this space, you see probably thousands of light years away this almost sun this ball of indeterminate mass and composition churning at the center this is the first time you've laid eyes on the very core the very center of the universe. The light from this core pervades this entire space. Um, much, much di more dimly at where you, uh, at your entry point. But you can tell that if you were to get closer, it would be perpetual day. Uh, just in initial readings, kind of long-range scanners and sensors, will tell you that there are still hundreds of stars that orbit the core. Each may have its own system of planets, maybe just... Uh, orbiting the core by itself. But so, I... so much to explore. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to make a quick call down to um, sickbay to talk to um, Dr. Mad Mika. And um, do you think that there's any danger of us being in the presence of this core for very long? Is it throwing off any radiation that we should be concerned about? That is a very good question, and I have been scanning uh, Ensign Ulfa, and it doesn't seem to be affecting her in any different ways. Uh, but now that she knows I'm scanning her, it might. So, you know, <laughs> maybe be concerned about uh, that. Uh, well, on on that note, as as since you, you said you're you're scanning poor Ensign Ulfa. Uh, <laughs> who's just like laying on the 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 medical bed, just going? I don't. I don't. Okay. I just have a headache. <laughs> uh, actually, that headache seems to be pervasive. Uh, I would like everybody to roll me. Uh, oh, once again, um, fitness and security, please. Ooh, okay. Oh no. Okay, okay. Mm. Remember, we have three minus twos. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks to our wonderful audience. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you guys have been killing have. it, so... Maybe I have easy. one success, but barely. It landed on the 12, which is what I needed. Okay. Actually, wait. No, I have no successes. Oh. That was a 12, which I needed an 11. Okay. You, negative 2. Take a minus 2. Okay, I'll take I'll take a minus 2 so that I succeed. All right. I need one of those minus 2s or else I have a complication. Because I rolled a 20. <laughs> oh, heck. Mm. Okay. But um, a complication could be fun. So let's see. That is completely up to you. You have the boons if you would like to use them. Uh, you may absolutely may. I also have one success. One success, one success. And uh, Telen, did you get any successes or? Yeah, I rolled a five okay. and a All 20. Right. And so I only crit if I can apply a focus, right? Like if, I, Correct, if my yeah. security Correct. is mm -hmm. five and I roll a five, it's just one success. Correct. But because how it... many points of no. momentum no. do we have currently? Uh, you have three. Uh, three? So, sorry, uh, Twisting, what'd you say? Uh, oh, so if you do have a focus and you roll a five, that's a crit. Uh, if, you roll, uh, if, you focus, if you have a focus and you roll under your discipline, then it's a crit. I don't really have a focus that applies here, yeah. so... Yeah. Alright, so we've got one success everywhere. Uh, how about you, Manmika? One success. One success. Okay, everybody man. Um, uh, okay. Quick question. Sure. Uh, if you want to negate that complication, mm -hmm. uh, you can also spend momentum. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we have the minus two, so I'm going to use one yeah, of those. Yeah, may as well use them. Okay. Uh, Dr. Manmika... Uh, Ensign Alpha, as as you exit the the rift, she hisses in pain, uh, and you're essentially you're uh, <laughs> uh, preemptively scanning her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Her vitals uh, jump very briefly, not into any kind of like critical, oh my gosh, she's about to seize kind of way, but uh, there's definitely a biological response to some unknown stimula. Uh, and she reports that there was this loud like whine in her ears, like okay. uh, almost like tinnitus, uh, but it mm -hmm. it went away just as fast as it came. It, it was a, a flare, almost. Um, and you'll actually receive reports from uh, probably a good fourth of the crew of the same thing. Okay. Can I do an insight medicine check to see if I can figure out what it is? Absolutely. Okay. So that's uh, a 17, but I would like to use one momentum to buy a new, to buy Ooh. another, All right. another die. Mm -hmm. Do I have, 
Oh, I would like to do it this way. Uh, I have bold medicine. Mm -hmm. So instead of using that momentum, I will uh, give the GM threat. Oh. <laughs> and since I bought one or more, then I get to re-roll a single d20. So that's the that. Okay. okay. And then I don't, I do have medical experimentation as a focus, but I don't know if that really would apply. Otherwise, I mean, Ensign Alpha is up on the table right now. So. <laughs> uh, medical mm -hmm. experimentation, like, uh, is that uh, how I read that is like if you're trying like a uh, unknown remedy or, or a new remedy or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't yep. think it would apply in this particular situation. Okay. A six, a twelve, and a thirteen. Three. Oh no, a nine, a twelve, and a thirteen. So three successes. Wow. All right. Uh. A. Gathering the different reports and interviewing Ensign Alpha for uh, for more medical clues. Uh, this phenomena, whatever it was, uh, came from an external source, most likely outside the ship, but what it was, you're not sure. Uh, and it probably affected everyone. Just some were able to mm -hmm. resist it, and others were not so so lucky. You didn't have any extreme cases uh, or more symptoms to be able to uh, pinpoint the culprit, and it doesn't seem biological, like no bacteria, mm -hmm. virus, or anything like that. Um, so, uh, what what it was, it still remains a mystery. But it seems to have passed for the moment. Okay. So, I'm going to call uh, Lieutenant Commander to pray. Yes, Doctor. Uh, I've analyzed the results of the, I guess, uh, event, and it was really fortunate that I was uh, scanning uh, one of the staff as we were uh, going through the channel, uh, because that allowed us to obtain uh, direct information. Oh, what have you determined? There's that well i am uncertain i'm going to send you all of the data but i am theorizing that this may have either been a scan that we were scanned or that it is an effect of something in this particular part of space i am not sure which one it is but you may be able to figure that out and 
it is not biological so it is uh that's all i can tell at the moment but uh i'll continue to do uh to look at the analysis and it might if we can figure out the waveform if it is a scan we may be able to set up uh kind of like a, a defense field if we can recalibrate the deflector that may that may protect us from future i'm going to call them scans for now because that's how it feels to me so so i understood yes i'm sending you all the data Thank you. Please do so, and I will communicate with the science team to determine any potential avenues of action. <laughs> Admika out. And then uh, I will probably uh, ping uh, our good friend, Lieutenant, uh, Senior Scientist Lieutenant Gary P Popovich. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Popovich. Yes, Lieutenant. Uh, I will be sending you data shortly. Please take a look at this data. I don't know if you have felt certain unusual uh, symptoms having crossed the Great Galactic Barrier. Some people are reporting headaches, and the doctor suggests it may be some sort of scan. I don't think I've ever had a headache in my life, and I'm very hearty. You know, years of drinking. Uh, oh, that is excellent. <laughs> But However, I, I will look at your data, and I will let you know if I find anything uh, anything that looks weird. Thank you. I would recommend a cross-functional team. Biologists may have something to offer here, too. I will work with uh, the sickbay and uh, the, the, the medical team on the, the biology. Thank you. All right. Now stands before you the great unknown within the great barrier at the core of the universe. Where, where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Lieutenant Dupre, can I get you to run another scan for that trail of breadcrumbs we saw earlier? The one from the Federation ship? Oh, yes, happily. And I would recommend before we leave this space that we do deploy the technology that we discussed in order to maintain this ape in the galactic barrier. Yes. Uh, so to... Always make sure we have an exit. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> to that end, I uh, need... Um... Either uh, reason engineering or insight engineering. Okay, reason engineering I can do. Lieutenant Tellen, did you wish to work on this project with me? Um, sure, certainly. I can help deploy the uh, worker bees that have been calibrated to local environmental stuff. <laughs> running out of words to use here. <laughs> I don't have any focuses that apply, but I can roll, I can try to roll an assist, I think. Um, if my deductive reasoning uh, does apply in this instance, I have a crit, and therefore two successes. Um, I would like to uh, introduce uh, a uh, 
introduce a uh, mechanic to the game that we haven't really toyed around with yet, mm -hmm. uh, which is determination. Okay. Um, okay. So I, I may spend a point of determination to grant any other character that I can communicate with a point of determination as the commanding officer. Mm. So how points of determination work is uh, when you live up to one of the values uh, that are listed on your character sheet, or when you live up to the uh, mission objectives uh, that Starfleet has laid out for you. In this case, uh, we are searching for the missing admiral and the ship uh, that he may or may not be on. Um, we can uh, use a point of determination to, to get one die as though it has rolled a crit. Oh, okay. uh, and then we would yeah. just roll one extra on top of it. So we would have an automatic two successes on any check. So oh, if someone would like to use that determination, I can I can I can dub it on you right now. I think for the buoys at least, that would be a very smart choice. Mm -hmm. So with my two successes plus your additional two successes for determination, and then uh, did Lieutenant Commander Talon have any successes? Yes, I rolled a Let's four. Stack them up so while we can. One success. All right, so that is a total of five successes for our manipulated buoy system, our yes. string of pearls, as Lieutenant Commander Tellen has suggested. You have accomplished the inconceivable. Uh, <laughs> and replicators, let's go. Hell yeah. Not only have you uh, created a almost a daisy chain of buoys, to launch into the rift. You've made them uh, so that they can renew their energy using the ion cloud around them. Uh, so you don't have to use up any of the ship's uh, resources. Uh, and you can uh, make them self-sufficient uh, as far as like their automated protocols and such. The, uh, so you don't need, like, say, a automated shuttlecraft to sit there and command them. Instead, they can kind of uh, ad hoc talk to each other and and balance uh, their load. Uh, so you have surpassed expectation on that one. Uh, Firing them out almost like uh, torpedoes out the aft of the ship. Uh, they travel in a line into the rift and set up points along the rift, holding it open with shields that recharge from the, the electrical storm itself. Beautiful. Captain, this task is complete. And thanks to the teamwork, I believe it will last. Alright. Perfect. Now we've got our escape route covered. Let's go find our missing admiral. Yes, and pre-request, I will perform that scan. Thank you. And would that be mm -hmm. a reason science, or...? Since you've already had the signature mm -hmm. uh there's no um benefit to, to rolling again uh you 
use the ship's sensors to kind of uh, almost uh, give a visual on screen uh, as like a kind of faint blue trail that leads out into to space, uh, which will guide Ensign Chort uh, in further toward the core. Uh, Lieutenant uh, Popovich will report that uh, the lo nearest uh, body is an M-class planet. Ooh. And following the breadcrumbs, as you put it, looks like it leads straight there. Right, Ensign, laying a course. Let's go. Aye, aye, Captain. And the ship powers forward, heading toward this planet. As it comes into view, uh, you put it up onto the main viewer. Uh, the screen fills with the core in the background, and then this uh, moderately sized planet. It's entire surface is uh, looks to be water at can first that, glance anyway can we scan for anything in orbit like satellites or signs of civilization or anything like that typical signs of spacefaring species yep uh Tenet Prey do you want to give us our, our sensor Yes. I can assist with the ship. Mm -hmm. Right away, uh, Captain. I think that a good uh, reason and science will... Aided by the ship's sensors mm -hmm. plus science. Mm -hmm. um, so I got a three on the die for the... From the, the ship. ship. So... I actually rolled a three and a 14, so that's two successes. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, and the advanced sensor seats does knock it down. Uh, one. The what? Uh, the advanced sensor seats does knock down whatever difficulty you add oh. in mind by one. Okay. Uh, I will give you a point on uh, momentum on that, as it's a fairly easy routine scan. Uh, there are no uh, satellites or space debris around the planet uh, scanning over the planet it does not look to have any technology uh, that uh, would be would show up on sensors the there are a myriad of life forms uh, many undocumented in the ship's computer There is also a strange quality to the planet's water. Uh, even on visual, as, as you magnify, it's... Uh, th there doesn't seem to be any, like, water ripples. Like, it's, it's almost like glass. Uh, 
through the sensor, with the combination of the sensors, you find that it is almost gelatinous. That the mm. the planet's gravita uh, gravitational uh, properties have condensed the water, not frozen it, so it's it's almost like jelly. Did we just find a gelatinous cube planet? <laughs> I didn't think about I've that. I've read Solaris. Sure. I know where that leads. I, I was thinking more jello mold, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that totally works. Uh, poking out of the the jelly, or jello mold, uh, are a smattering of islands in, in parts of the world. The, the breadcrumbs lead down to the planet, specifically a, a small cluster of islands in the Northern Hemisphere. Captain, and we have map. Our sensors detect that the path does lead into that quadrant on the planet. I will highlight it accordingly. No signs of life on the planet. There's no signs of um, advanced civilizations. There's plenty of life forms. I I'm specifically looking for humanoid life. We're not uh, wanting to break the prime directive here. The sensors will. Um, uh, Would I be able to just ask that question as it obtain information spend using a point of momentum? Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright. Um, by the definition, uh, humanoid, no. Okay. Um... Uh, there's, uh, there's different grades of uh, fauna, uh, but nothing that would classify as humanoid. Yeah. Uh, nothing classified as humanoid, nothing sort of classified as uh, sentient life to allow us to break the Prime Directive. Correct. All right. Um, I suppose we should put together an away team and send, uh, send a runabout down to the planet. That's the plan. Um, Helen, uh, Dupree, and I suppose our good doctor, uh, take a runabout down to the planet, and, uh, I'll stay up here and scan for life signs, uh, and any ship, any other trace of our missing ship. I feel like we're on a wild goose chase. I Captain? Yes, Captain. On my way. Alright. Head down to... Um, if you like, in situations like this, I can uh, play a security officer or someone else that's not the Captain. Uh, if you like. Y'all need a little bit of assistance. You always take uh, Lieutenant Cedric. 
Heck yeah. I can play Sigic. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will just send you the little character sheet that I got. Heck yeah. Thank you. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. All right. So way team to the cargo bay. Yeah. Uh, there are two shuttles available. And uh, the four of you will pile into one of them. Ensign Chort settles the, the ship into orbit. And the uh, operations uh, send off the shuttle. The descent onto the planet is uh, fairly easy. A little bit of turbulence, but uh, mostly because the cloud cover is pretty thick as well. It's kind of soupy. Uh, not not as much as the oceans are, but uh, definitely provides some uh, resistance. But you break the, the cloud cover in the atmosphere and you head down to these cluster, uh, this cluster of islands following the trail and find a large open beach as the the best landing spot uh, considering the rest of the island is is overgrown with uh, um, dense jungle and uh, rising mountain peaks you light down onto the beach and the shuttle opens admitting you out venture out with my phaser drawn okay. I'm gonna pull out a, a tricorder and I'll start scanning same hmm There is an abundance of life, uh, mostly plant life, on the island. There, there are a few in, uh, species of fauna that inhabit the, the jungles, and uh, you see strange, thick-feathered birds uh, that crest the, the trees. The atmosphere is difficult to breathe. It's uh, like being below uh, sea level. And just, it, it, it's almost, it's like really humid almost. Like there's just- uh, like, like being in a sauna? Yeah, kind of, yeah. And, Looking out over the, the oceans, the water, uh, it is really weird how it just kind of like 
slops onto the beach uh, instead of you know the nice free flowing waves it just kind of <laughs> so suddenly just gonna poke it with the boot <laughs> the weird gurgling and like fart noises of the ocean <laughs> yep planet's weird the trace of the shuttlecraft uh, that you've been pursuing seems to go under the water. A couple dozen yards off of the beach. Um, if, if I try to use my Starfleet badge to communicate... Mm-hmm. Uh, am I able to send like a broadband signal to see if perhaps I can reach anyone or anything on the shuttle underwater? I open in a hailing frequency. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, kind of a hailing frequency. Yeah, that. Yeah, that would work. Uh, you. Uh, tap and open in a, fre- a hailing frequency using the, the shuttlecraft's um, boosted signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours, your shuttlecraft's uh, take connect to the other one. Um, what are you going to say? What was the name of the ship that we were pursuing? Or do we not um, know? Y- yeah, it was just a... Um, a long-range shuttlecraft. Okay. And um, she'll touch her Starfleet badge and we'll just say something. Hello, this is an open-frequency message to any potential survivors of a Starfleet crash. I am Lieutenant Prey, to Prey, and we are here to help aid you and recover you if need be. Please respond. No response. You want to ask for the admiral specifically? What was the admiral's name? Helgen. Helgen. I repeat, this is Lieutenant Dupre of Starfleet Command. We are looking for Admiral Helgen. If you can hear us and you can respond, please do. And then, um, I think I will call up to the ship and ask them to scan for life signs mm-hmm. any humanoid specific life signs and to focus uh, under the surface of the water if they can by at least 30 meters okay I can do that uh, reason plus science yep Good. and obviously you can have the ship assist absolutely oh, hell yeah um, and let me get one more for this shit. That is one, two, three, four successes. I rolled a one, wow. a four, and an eight. Nice. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Uh, there does to appear to be a single humanoid in the shuttle 
Uh, and with that good of a roll, uh, which uh, I think give you one momentum there, yeah. it they are uh, you show no life signs. No life signs. One humanoid, no life signs. Looks like this is a recovery mission runabout. Uh, is there any way that you can use the runabout to lock onto the sh- other shuttle with a tractor beam and try and tow it out of the water? Certainly try. Um, try to get everybody back on board for this. But, um... Helen has a suspicion that there's something funky with the water and might ask um, Dr. Medmica to look at it specifically to see if he can glean any chemical composition um, and, like, oxygen content of the water. Yes. So Dr. Medmica pulls out the... uh... Oh, he doesn't have to do this. So we can maybe take a sample. Implants, yeah. One of his so. Borg implants flares, oh. and he's able to scan the fluid. Uh, what would I roll to find uh, out what it's made of? That would be reason and. Uh, so you're trying to find out its like composition. So that'd be more yeah. science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So reason okay. and science. Reason and science. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any, nothing to, no focuses. Um, but if uh, Lieutenant Tellen would like to assist, you can, uh, since it was your. Really I would recommend <laughs> that Dupree assists you. I, I really don't know anything about science. Doctor, let me help you with this. Okay. I can be of some service and aid. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Dupree. Ooh. I got one success. I got two successes. And I have a question. I have a question. And I don't know. Would, in this case, in studying the oceans, would xenobiology count as a focus? Oddly enough, it will. Then that's three successes for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Suspecting. <All right>. <laughs> Suspicious. Uh, so how many was that total? Sorry. Four. 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 Uh, okay. The... I... At initial reading, it reads just like water, H2O. But uh, there is a biological component to it that helps give it its thickness. Uh, and it is a, a very abundant supply of calcium. That has almost like thickened. (laughs) 
Well, uh, I think we need a sample. We definitely need to take it back. I've never encountered anything like this. <laughs> At this point, and the it... the security officer that's with you holds up holds up his boot and says, "Will this do?" <laughs> because he kicked the water earlier. Yes, that is perfect. Uh, we need more. If we could, that would be great. If we could transport some. Uh, but it has uh, quite uh, a dense calcium component. That's what's giving it its viscosity. That's why it kind of congeals. Do we have so, a Danube? It doesn't... A what? Yes. What kind bones. of runabout is it? Do we have a transporter? Can we take a sample? Uh, a the... transporter? No, it, it doesn't have a transporter. Okay. Uh, but you can always call up to the ship mm -hmm. and we can transport some up into a containment mm -hmm. field. Yeah. I will do that. There you go. Um, that's, that's done. Hell on to the parallax. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, tell go ahead. to the parallax. Uh, Dr. Madmika was wondering if you could take a sample of the oceans. Um, he's recommending uh, that we study it further. Doctor, do you think we need a containment field of some kind? Absolutely. Uh, level five. Level five containment. Uh, all right. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll get the science, the sciencey scientists do their sciencing. <laughs> While the science is going on and you uh, coordinate a, getting the sample beamed up into a secure area, uh, you will take notice that several lizard-like beasts have been congregating on the periphery, circling, uh, mm. and their uh, various fins shimmer uh, almost with a, a rainbow hue. Their teeth uh, Oh, uh, jaws will open, showing uh, very sharp uh, carniv carnivorous teeth. Lieutenant Gray is very excited. <laughs> this is her bread and butter. Um, she's going to uh, make eye contact with the group observing us, and she's going to attempt to display based on her own xenoanthropology some body language message of non-aggression and a desire to communicate hmm. uh, I'm going to give a, a presence and science okay and your, your focus would, would apply here And this is going to be an opposed. Okay, roll. I got an eighteen and a two, but that two is a crit, so I got two successes. And because I have not yet got to spend one, I'm going to spend a threat. Ah, curses! <laughs> ah. 
All right. Um. All right. Um. Your posture and your body language communicates that you uh, want to communicate. They don't seem open to communicating and they they kind of uh, the leader the biggest one kind of like stops and starts digging its claws into the the dirt uh aggressively uh the the feeling that you get is that it is uh claiming territory and giving you a chance to GTFO. Team, I do believe it would be prudent to leave at this time. My efforts to communicate appear to have not gone as well as I had hoped, and they have taken a stance of aggression. Well, it's not for lack of trying. Uh, let's get back on board and try to tractor this thing back into space. Mm -hmm. Ship, not the lizards. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> as excited as to pray about first contact, she's going to book it. And uh, I think she'll message up to the captain. Captain, we have identified uh, that there may be intelligent life on this planet, though they have not had a full-fledged civilization at this time. Be aware of first contact priorities. Well, if they aren't warp capable, then it's best that we just uh, vanish into the ether. Let's uh, see if we can do that recovery and get out of here. Is it possible? I mean, if the if you're uh, unable to uh, lock onto the shuttle with the tractor beam, um, we can probably uh, see if we can transport the body through the transporter system instead. Hmm. But... Uh, just be safe. Keep a weather eye out. Indeed. Alright. Uh, in order to pull the other shuttle out, I will need uh, whoever is controlling the shuttle to give me a control con. Um, I have a decent con, so I'm aiming for a 14. Okay. Uh, I rolled one success. The, it's, it's definitely a clumsy grab, you know, kind of like playing a, a claw game, uh, through a jello mold. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the calcium. It. <laughs> Uh, you, the the shuttle you're on lurches a little bit as the tractor beam pulls, wrenches the other one out, uh, and kind of skims the the surface of the oceans. Um, doesn't look like you'll be able to get far with it though, uh, in its current state. Like it's just like covered 
in that that gelatin, which is adding uh, an exorbitant amount of weight. Okay, um, I'll probably try to pilot the ship over to um, a nearby island to deposit it, and okay. then I think it's best, Captain, if we head back to the ship and try to transport uh, the remains on board. I'll talk to our transporter chief and we'll see what we can do. Alrighty. So you will uh, kind of drag it over to um, uh, a more secluded beach mm -hmm. um, and rest it on the, the sands. Uh, the, the stuff continue uh, the, the water continues to slough off uh, in big gloopy chunks uh, it, and you check to see if the inside is intact well that's a good idea it, uh... maybe we could fly it back to the ship yeah okay if there's room nearby I guess I can put down again and uh, see if we can yeah. we can salvage this other ship worst case you can always get the body on the shuttlecraft and take off from there mm-hmm there might be some clues as to what happened to in the computer systems. The uh, shuttle uh, sets down and uh, you're kind of parallel to the, the one you just uh, landed or just uh, set down. And the shuttle seems responsive to commands to open. And, you know, putting in an override code, it, uh, the, the aft door opens and allows entry. If, uh, there's nobody else inside except for, um, the one humanoid, I'll let the doctor in first. You're muted. muted. Sorry. Madmika enters the shuttlecraft and does a basic uh, scan of of the body. Okay. The. So what would that be? Uh. So, or I don't. I don't need uh, to. That's okay too. Uh, yeah. Reason. Uh, science. Um, if you would like to go ahead and medicine. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, medicine. I apologize. Um, okay. The the body uh, is relatively fresh. Um, just from this is from everybody's observation. Uh, relatively fresh. Um, probably only been there uh, probably a handful of days uh, by the by looks of it. Um, what'd you roll? A seven and a one. Ooh. 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 Look at you. Uh, mm -hmm. How many successes? So three? Three. Yes. The... Body is not that of the Admiral. Uh, that is immediately apparent oh. as the 
uh, young man uh, is uh, has an ensign uniform uh, red first red shirt mm -hmm. yeah. yeah one of those red shirts um, <laughs> and uh, cause of death seems to be uh, phaser fire from behind Mm. Well, murder. Nice. Is there any info on the shuttle's computer that we could use? Any recorders? Uh, potentially. Uh, I will need a reason science. Okay. Or reason engineering. I can help okay. with that. I have a focus in computers. Go for it. I have a success. I do not. No? Okay. Looks like somebody stripped these logs down to their bear. So nothing personal uh, seems to have been recorded. Uh, you do get the shuttle's flight uh, path and origin and so forth. Um, sure enough, this shuttle belongs to Starbase Foxtrot. Uh, logs indicate that it bounced from outlying outpost to outlying outpost for refueling before it made its way through the rift. There is a splatter of dried blood on the console that seems separate from the ensign. Yeah, we um, should probably... It, can this ship fly? Can we take this back to it Parallax? looks like the the power cells have drained mm. so it may take some repair but it can uh, it, it looks operational otherwise um, Captain all signs seem to point to the fact that Admiral Helgen was murdered and uh, his pilot an ensign also um, the security officer that's with you is gonna say, Hey, that blood doesn't look like it belongs to the Ensign. You wanna scan that, Doc? Yes, will do. Alright. So he uh, just turns his head and the scanner scans. But. If you can give me, uh, yeah, reason or insight medicine, whichever is higher for you. I don't know about Insight doctrine, medicine. but I do know about killing, and that doesn't look like it's the same kind of... <laughs> it doesn't seem like this is related. Um, uh, that's, uh, and then you'll hear from the ship. That's very concerning. But no sign of the Admiral? Uh, 
I'm not willing to consider him gone until we recover something. I... Maybe he was Kurt, just guess, professional courtesy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, six to 13, so two successes. Mm. You scan it and uh, Per the usual readings, it belongs to an older human male. Uh, okay. Comparing it to Starfleet database uh, that's available on the Parallax, it will come up as uh, Admiral Halgen. There is... Okay something strange about the readings though they are there there's an unknown element or quality to the the blood splatter that you're unsure what it is but it may uh, warrant further study. Further, okay. uh, because of your your good read on the other one, on on the corpse, uh, the same unknown quality is uh, has is trace. There are traces of it in the dead ensign as well. Okay. Uh so I'm talking to Lieutenant Seldrick? Yes. Cedric. Yeah, that's me. Cedric. Okay. Uh, well, the and everyone can hear this. I mean, it's, it's you just have to turn. Uh, the blood is from Admiral Helgen. It is his. So, we do need to get shuttle back up to investigate more. Uh, but it's interesting how the blood spatter is only there. You don't find it anywhere else in the in the shuttle. Uh, but there are some unknown readings uh, within the the blood and also within the ensign as well. So we need to figure out what those are. And uh, I'm going to recommend that we uh, reestablish the shuttlecraft inside of uh, the holodeck so that we can experiment with uh, different scenarios for, the, uh, some, for how this happened. Some, if we can't take it back with us, let's take some good and thorough scans enough that we can recreate it up there. Um, would I be able to, as as uh, Sagan, uh, as Sajin, Sajik, uh, so, yeah, would I be S able to make an insight security check just to see, like, this isn't enough blood to, like, have someone bleed out? Uh, just by the look of it, no, nobody bled out. Uh, probably. Yeah, they're. they're yeah, probably uh, as, uh, a wound, but nothing life-threatening. Yeah, uh, 
like there's not no there's not near enough blood here for someone who's been like outright murdered from from mm -hmm. uh from experience there'd be a lot more of it so i think there's a, a halfway decent chance our admiral might still be alive the yeah shuttlecraft mm -hmm. should have logs of how it crashed how it came to be under the water and those might be interesting to look at compared to uh, the time of death of the body as well as the age of the blood spatter so we we may not be able to know exactly what happened but we'll be able to know the timing of how it happened we can put uh, we also a should look picture. for mm -hmm. yes exactly yep. exactly and all of those answers we will have to look at next week uh we've gone a little bit over time but i uh, really appreciate those of you who have stuck with us and hopefully enjoyed this star trek adventure i have been your game mistress winter uh you can find me on all socials at g mistress winter and on my channel mistress winter's court uh on especially on mondays uh how about uh juicy Hi, I'm Juicy Garland, Boston area drag queen and super nerd. You can find me on Twitter at Juicy Garland and on Instagram at Juicy.Garland. You can also find me on Fridays at this same channel. Thanks, Cyberpunk Red in space. All right, and Jesse. Hi, I'm just Jesse D. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. You can find me on Hive at just Jesse D. And uh, hope to see you next week. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And Anita. Hello, everybody. I have been your captain, uh, Mira Drell, and also your security officer, Sejic. <laughs> um, you can find me everywhere online at Panita or at Critical Misses. I'm a TTRPG streamer, graphic designer, producer, and uh, just weirdo professionally. Um you can find me on the Critical Misses channel, uh, which is the channel that I run and operate. Uh, we have our uh, TTRPG talk show uh, called Morning Ritual. Our guest this week is uh, Sarah Moore from Gen Con TV's Sarah's Table. Um, and uh, we've had a whole bunch of really cool guests. Uh, we've talked with uh, people from all over. We've talked to Bria, Brennan, Matt, basically collecting all your favorites like Infinity Stones. Um, <laughs> check us out. That's it. That's me. Awesome. Thank you. And Twisting. Uh, twisting Curses on Discord and only on Discord. And it was a, this was a fun episode and I'm really enjoying playing the Doctor. That was awesome. So uh, thank you for uh, being here and staying through the, the adventure. Yes, thank you everyone who came out. Uh, thank you... Uh, and we hope that you will check out some of the other shows by Cyber Nation Uncensored. Until then, we will see you next week, next Thursday, same time, same channel. Good night. Cyber Nation Uncensored.